0: reporting on the Packers, her reporter's name is Emily Roberts, when she was approached by a fan, or at least that's what she thought.
1: Bring that energy right to Texas. I'm just here to tell you Pack is back. You heard it from a fan right here. Pack is back.
0: That was not, however, a fan. (laughs) That was the highest paid cornerback in NFL history. (laughs) Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 714, Wisconsin's Morning News. Republicans unveiled
2: their
3: plan to introduce medical marijuana to Wisconsin. What's in it, As of now, I should start with this. Governor Evers and the Senate... Republicans in the state Senate are noncommittal as to whether or not this will go anywhere. But the bill from the Assembly would limit medical marijuana only to severely ill people with chronic diseases like a cancer or MS, something like that. And it would allow it to be dispensed at only five state run locations. So that means a doctor would say, yep, Vince has this chronic disease. Then you could apply and get a permit and go to five different dispensaries in the state in order to get your gummy or edible or whatever it would be that would help treat you. Now, last year, Wisconsin residents generated more than $36 million in sales tax for Illinois alone when it came to marijuana. How much money would Wisconsin make in this deal? Well, none, because medical marijuana would not be subject to Wisconsin sales tax under this bill. This
0: program will not be a tax revenue um, program. It's it's designed to be a break-even program since it is a medical Uh, Program
3: State Representative John Plummer. So, yeah, so no money coming into the state on this. That's fair, though. If it's a medicine, why should that be treated any differently than Oxy-whatever? Okay, good point. There would only be five dispensaries, and this would be anywhere in the state. So it may not be close to where you are. Plummer was asked about that. Listen, you got to listen closely here to the reporter asking. Right now, a
2: cancer patient can go down the street and get chemotherapy drugs that are way more
4: potent and powerful than marijuana. Why would they have to travel to one of five
2: dispensaries or locations to get something that's far less potent than they get prescribed right now? But...
3: You hear that? So basically mm-hmm. asking, okay, you can get chemo drugs at a Walgreens. Why do you have to go to a dispensary, which could be 40 minutes away, longer than that? Neighborhood
0: Walgreens. Well, that's a good question.
3: Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good question. They're Already? still trying to figure that out. Plummer basically <laughs> said he That's not hey, a good answer. He basically said, "Look, we we have no idea how many people will sign up. There is opportunity and room for more dispensaries to pop up at some point, but the uh the pharmacists would be working for the state and then that would be how they would determine how much someone would get. So how much drug they would get would be I assume under some type of template." And then that provided to any patient that has a chronic disease.
2: Certainly falls well short of what proponents have long been asking for, but it's something. 716 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Discover wants everyone to feel special with 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Vince Vetrano for Walker Media Agency, this local company that can take your business to the next level with comprehensive marketing and strategy solutions. What's all that mean? Saw Matt recently. We were talking about all the great work that he's doing with local businesses. That's good for everybody, right? Walker Media Agency is helping make other local companies from small businesses to large stronger. First point of focus is the website, because it's often the most neglected thing for so many companies. It's the digital front door to your business, and Matt will get that working as hard as you do in no time. You get the relationship started with Matt Walker, then you can focus on what your company does best, your core mission. Let Matt and his team handle the rest. Maybe it's time to start advertising, thinking about being on the radio, TV, digital. What's right for your company? What messaging is most effective? Walker Media Agency has the answers to all of those questions. You can find them at walkerwtmj.com. That's walkerwtmj.com.
0: We keep you safe, warm, and dry,
2: Semperfy. Semperfyroofing.com.
0: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The rough stretch for the Bucks unfortunately continued on Monday night in Milwaukee. Jordan Clarkson and Lori and each had 21 points each for the Jazz as they beat Milwaukee for a 132-116 victory. Well, you know, we, we knew we were not playing well and we were not playing uh, up to our standard, uh, standards and, and, and the uh, like I said, in the, at halftime, we showed them areas where they got to improve. And, you know, winning, it, it takes what it takes. You know, I don't make the rules. Winning makes the rules. And uh, we got to continue to find ways to get better. But, um, you know, this the second half was something to grow on. The Bucks, uh-huh. Yeah, that's about right.
1: The I don't Bucks know what were,
0: that means. Winning, winning makes the rules. The Bucs were once down 33 points. Eventually got it down to single digits in that fourth quarter. But the Jazz had a couple of big-time shots to send the Bucks home with their fourth loss in their last five games. Chris Middleton added 23 points while Giannis led the way with 25, and following another tough loss, the two-time MVP gave a simple answer when asked how this team can respond moving forward.
1: That's it, that's, it. that's pretty much it. If you try to um, go your way or do it yourself, that's not going to work. We've been in this position before yeah it's okay to be in this position because like I've said like facing adversity brings the best out of you but uh, again at the end of the day like we have to get better we have to realize that we have to keep on doing the little things you know and when you add all those little things that's when you have a winning game you know that's
0: when you have a winning team Milwaukee will have the next couple of days off before playing host to Boston on Thursday night. Over to the NFL, where the Green Bay Packers are gearing up for a trip down to Dallas to take on the Cowboys in the NFC Wild Card Round. Head coach Matt LaFleur addressing the media on Monday, following that emotional win over the Bears on Sunday and the importance of guarding against his team just being content about making this year's postseason. I fully believe that these guys have the mindset of just showing up and and continuing to work, try, try to get a little bit better. Um, we obviously know we have a great challenge in front of us going down to Dallas against a team that um, they're 8-0 at home. Packers-Cowboys kickoff set for 3.30 on Sunday afternoon from Dallas. And real quick here, Vince, you were on live TV at one point, a reporter yesterday for WBAY reporting live outside Lambeau. Action 2 News, Green Bay. Reporting on the Packers, or reporter's name is Emily Roberts, when she was approached by a fan, or at least that's what she thought.
1: Bring that energy right to Texas. I'm just here to tell oh. you Pack is back. <laughs> you heard it from a fan right here. Pack is back.
0: That was not, however, a <laughs> fan. That was the highest-paid cornerback in NFL history, Jair Alexander. <laughs> Talk me through the live TV shot. I mean, you're focusing on the camera. Obviously, that's your number one Well, let me start here. I think Emily is a
2: a news reporter. She was doing, like, fans and travel and whatever. So she's not in the locker room every day interviewing these guys. Mm -hmm. So even if he walked up and introduced himself to her, she may not know, you know, just sight unseen in a brief moment who that was. I'll defend her there. That and dude just crashed the live (laughs) shot. If that happens to you, you're like, hey, I need this person away from me. I don't know what's happening here. So I'll defend her that much, but... (laughs) Came to be funny. She won't forget Jair Alexander, I'm sure. After how
0: this. about
4: dude? Like
2: <laughs> <laughs> what? Storm Team Four Chief Meteorologist Brian Isnanski joins us with the latest on this winter storm. That's next on Wisconsin's Morning News.
0: On my knees and
2: Seven twenty-five on Wisconsin's Morning News. Joined live now by Storm Team Four Chief Meteorologist Brian Isnanski. Snow day in Grafton for the kids
4: guys i gotta be quiet so like literally i haven't told my girls that they don't have school and they're watching the tv i'm making them watch the tv yes and they're on it's on milwaukee county right now and it's lasting forever because (laughs) it has (laughs) so i gotta wait for ozaki county so if you guys hear excitement
2: oh i hope that that, happens live yep i'm watching along here yes still (laughs) in milwaukee
4: county this is old school right uh, here it is. Hey, Julie. Um, what What are they on? Uh, we are on Milwaukee. Still and M. M for Milwaukee. Oh, oh it's going to yes. be a minute. <laughs> These kids are going to walk out to the bus before they find out that way. <laughs> no, it's going to be bad. Oh, uh, yeah. So, but but yeah, no, no school obviously in Grafton. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, here we go, guys. Uh, looks like uh, looks like. I mean. Things are panning out the way they are, but it's still going to be really, really tricky. What makes this this system th- this one every every storm has its own thing, you know that makes it a little difficult to forecast. Is like I think we're going to see dramatically different conditions from say, let's say, Cadehead out to you and Greendale vents, uh, you know, White city to you know the center of the city. Um, it's not going to take much, just a couple of miles. I think going to make a big difference between you ending up with a couple inches of slush or potentially eight, nine inches of really wet, heavy snow.
2: Can confirm is I got up this morning, so Greendale is, what, a few miles from Lake Michigan, and it was mostly yep. like an icy, sleety type of snow, but there was accumulation. And by the time I'd reached downtown, yep. nothing yep. but rain. Yep. Yep.
4: Yeah, and, that, and exactly. And, and we're going to be battling that the entire event. Um, what could happen later today for lakeside communities if you're lake, if you're right on the lake and you're hoping for like you know bigger snow um, what you need is is you need uh, a high enough snow rate this is going to get really sciency but if it snows hard enough it cools the atmosphere even more just ah. like when it rains in the middle of summer all of a sudden it's a 90 degree day and it rains and it, it's 60 degrees, um, same effect. Like if it just pours snow, it cools the atmosphere, and that could offset the lake a little bit. Also, we could see more of a north-northeast wind versus an east wind off of the lake. So what I'm getting at is I think later today, we could see even the lakeside spots, you know, see a decent amount of snow. But that is still in question.
3: Hey, we might be getting close to your girls here. We're watching the, uh, the Ozaki County list come through on the TV.
4: Oh, here we go. Our
3: Savior Lutheran in Grafton. Wait for it.
4: And we are on Ozaki. Okay, let's <laughs> Can't
2: that. wait for his kids to go nuts.
4: Oh, Ozaki <laughs> Community High School, Port Washington, Saukville's closed.
3: I don't know. We oh, might have oh, skipped oh, Girls. Yeah. You
4: know. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh, yes. Go! <laughs> Olivia's still got to go. Olivia's still got to go. So I think. So Riley, our youngest, goes to St. Joseph's, the youngest. She was closed, but right now Grafton is not. Grafton School District closed, Olivia. We're doing dances now. <laughs> okay.
2: Let's get out the boots and the snow pants. You're all hauling a sled yes. today, pal.
4: Best day. That was actually, I thought, going to be a lot more eventful. I think they're just kind of in a daze still.
3: <laughs> so what's our timeline looking like? Has it changed at all, This as to like, when the heaviest, most dangerous stuff will be? Yeah.
4: Yeah, I, I think midday. Um, I'm watching right now what seems to be kind of light and scattery type stuff in southeastern Wisconsin. But by midday, uh, the stuff that's in Illinois is a lot heavier. That lifts farther north. Um, All the models show an increasing trend as well, I would say, midday and into the afternoon. So I know there's probably also, like, a lot of parents that are thinking, like, oh, it's not bad yet and stuff. And, And you know what? That might end up being the case lakeside, but even inland spots. Um, I think a lot of the decision that was made by school districts is, is conditions just getting worse as the day goes on in the afternoon, being an absolute mess. And I do think that will end up unfolding.
2: And it sticks around here then, right? I mean, I'm looking at your highs for the next few days, low 30s. So
4: yeah. what, what's around will You're, stick. Yeah. And honestly, guys, it's going to it's, – it, it's, we're going to turn a page into a pattern here that is going to get really interesting. So we, we end this system. And then we clipped with a little bit of lighter stuff uh, Wednesday evening. But then I'm watching a storm system for Friday the Saturday morning. Um, right now, the models keep going back and forth on it. But if we get hit with this one, it could be even bigger. So, um, it's, yeah, so here we go, guys. We, we went through all of December, and now we're getting socked maybe with a kind of a double whammy here this week. So, but let's get through today. Um, I do think, uh, one other thing that I got to mention is a lot of this, a lot of, no matter where you are, the snow is going to be like that really wet, heavy stuff. So like, please take it easy, like shoveling and stuff like that. Like it's, it sounds extreme and and morbid, but like people die, you know, when they go out and they can't shovel this stuff, you know, people who shouldn't be shoveling it. So if you need help, uh, get help. If you're not feeling good, take a break. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) it'll be that wet, heavy stuff for sure.
2: Storm Team Four Chief Meteorologist Brian Dzynanski live with us this morning. All right, go out and get the sledding right. done. Yep, thanks, guys. <laughs> Take care. Yep, nice. How about going old school? I love that. Making the kids watch the TV. That's if you awesome. like, Eric and I can read the list to you. We'll do that in the eight o'clock hour, <laughs> yeah. just like you used to. Yeah,
3: we can even do it privately for you. you Huddle around the radio. Anything for a price. We yeah. can re- <laughs> text the word "read" and Eric and I will.
2: One of us will break off from the broadcast and just read to you the right. list of school closings. Why don't you just tell me what school district you want to hear? Coming up this weekend, really fun thing to go visit, the Metropolitan Builders Association Home Remodeling Show. So if you have a project of any kind that you're thinking about, love going out to these things. At least it gives you some ideas, and it's a no-pressure situation where you meet all these folks, take a card, okay, maybe put your name on a mailing list, whatever. That is happening, and we're going to send you. So you look around the house, see nothing but projects and things that need to be done. Maybe smart tech is something that you're interested in for your home. New Year's means a time for a new home remodel project you can meet, connect with, and learn more at the Metropolitan Builders Association Home Remodeling Show. It's in the Wisconsin Expo Center at State Fair Park, and that is coming up this weekend, the 12th through the 14th. Wisconsin's Afternoon News will be giving tickets away all this week. Get your next home remodeling project started today. You can join Wisconsin's Afternoon News all week long for your chance to win tickets to the 2024 Metropolitan Builders Association Home Remodeling Show. This news is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk that's heard Saturdays at 10 right here on WTMJ. At 743 on Wisconsin's Morning News, staying on top of the snow. We'll look ahead in the 8 o'clock hour. WTMJ meteorologist Craig Copleen will join us with an update as we continue to track this. If you're seeing a lull in activity where you are, there's more on the back end of this. In fact, Storm Team 4 chief meteorologist Brian Isnansky just told us the bulk of the accumulation and some pretty ugly conditions will come our
3: way later this morning into the early afternoon. And then he said Friday and the Saturday. Looking at another one that could could best this. Yeah, part two or... Maybe even more significant. Well, and it
2: didn't take long, right? You know, they, and and that let that be a lesson to all of us. You get into the second week of January here, and you're like, hey, you know, winter not so. If if you don't want the snow, for folks who've been wanting the snow, this has been tough. But for folks who are like, hey, you know, not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> this whole here we week, are. snow today, snow tomorrow, <laughs> yep. might have some snow early Thursday, and a little bit more snow, perhaps even bigger storm on Friday. Still too early to start worrying about that. Although my kids reported. Kids were already, they were assuming they would not have school yesterday, and they're already looking at Friday. And we're going to have another snow day Friday. Uh, I don't know. It depends on timing. Could be a Friday evening thing, right? right? exactly. And, and too, if you're looking out your window this morning going, what's the big deal? As Nansky was saying, the the drive home is going to be a different story this afternoon. And that's why the school's pulled to shoot. 7.45, Brandon's Got Sports. That's next.
0: Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Green Bay Packers have officially set their sights on the Dallas Cowboys after beating the Chicago Bears to clinch a spot in the postseason, something first-year starting quarterback Jordan Love is looking forward to. You want to play in big-time games and uh, you know when the pressure's on, just to be able to go showcase what you're made of. So um, definitely just being on the bench for those three years and being behind Aaron and just You know, I think just wanting to be out there so bad. But, uh, yeah, now that I've got my opportunity, um, just making the most of it, taking it and running with it. And that's the same thing that everyone in that locker room is doing when they get those opportunities. So it's definitely something that I was, you know, waiting for and dreaming of. And, uh, you know, it definitely is everything that it's living up to be. Despite being the youngest team ever to make the playoffs, head coach Matt LaFleur is eager to see how this team responds to playing in Dallas on Sunday afternoon. For us, it's just the opportunity. The opportunity to be in the dance and, you know, go down there and have a great week of preparation and put our best foot forward. Like, I think we've been going through this the last few weeks. We knew it was at stake. I mean, the last three weeks basically have, have been playoff games for us. And so, really, it's just, it's the next opportunity. The Packers will hit the practice field tomorrow as they get set for that 3.30 kickoff Sunday in Dallas. The Wonky Bucks dropped their second game in a row on Monday night, falling this time to the Utah Jazz by a final score of 132-116. to 116. And at one point in the first half, we're down by 33 points. You know, sometimes as a coach, you can come in and, you know, you can go uh, bonkers, and but I also believe you got to, you know, show them the areas that we got to improve on. And I thought we competed and we gave ourselves a chance to get back in the game. But, you know, we got to make our corrections. Um, it's a long season. You know, we'll get back in the drawing uh, in the lab tomorrow uh, and, you know, find ways that we can get better. With the loss, the Bucks have now lost four of their last five games as they fall to 25-12 and on this season. And we'll next welcome in the Boston Celtics on Thursday night. And lastly, over to college football, where the Michigan Wolverines defeated the Washington Huskies 34-13 on their way to winning the 2024 college football playoff national title. Michigan has now won its 10th title in school history, capping off a perfect 15 and 0 season under head coach Jim Harbaugh who could be on his way to the NFL. Yeah, no kidding, got suspended twice in the season. Weird like, year for them, up and down. But are the Badgers responsible for the Michigan title? Remember when the Badgers beat Michigan 49 to like 11 in 2020? Ever since then. That was the reset. They've turned over around. there in Ann Arbor. You're welcome, Michigan. Yeah, we'll ask Tosh
1: about it next
0: <laughs> on Wisconsin's morning news.
1: Idea man. Yeah, I think if you're looking at, from an expectation standpoint, where we were, I'm still looking at this season in a big success. Innovative. This season has went very well, and if you can add in getting a playoff game and going down and playing a Dallas Cowboy team really tough at their place. And Packers Hall of Famer. I think you could look at that and say, mission accomplished. It's time
0: for Tausch on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by your Wisconsin Chevy dealers. And quick, before we get to Tausch, if
2: you text the word SNOW to 855-616-1620, the Old National Bank talking text line, the word SNOW will give you updated SNOW timeline from Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Niznanski, who joins us live uh, at about 7.20 this morning. All right, Tausch, snow day by you or no? I, I didn't check. Uh, oh,
1: yeah. yeah. I, I think it's snow days everywhere. <laughs> uh, Shut it th- down Anywhere in southeastern Wisconsin. What's the protocol on... What is Because you guys are up, obviously, super early. Do you snowblow before you leave? If Let's say there's three inches at 3 a.m. What's the timeline on when you can actually start your snowblower?
2: See, for me, just out of respect for the neighbors, typically if I can get out, I'm just going to plow through and we'll clean it up later because I don't want to fire that thing up at 3.30 in the morning. I'll do some shoveling, but I I wouldn't fire up the snowblower. I've I've done some light shoveling in the morning.
1: But if you can't get out, you got to do it.
2: You can't get out, you that's gotta do it. Tosh, we're here for the people. I yeah, we need I to get think, to work to tell you to stay home.
1: <laughs> so obviously there's a big difference in when you start your lawn mower up. You never should be mowing lawn before like nine AM. I think that's a good number. And I think from a snow standpoint, I think everything's fair game. I, I don't think if it's somebody because what, you have to get to work, everybody else, if you have to do it, I don't have a problem because A, there's not that many snow days. And when it is, it's usually dire. You don't want to have to wait, and then if you only have a shovel, all this other stuff. I think that there should be no um, no timeline on when you can start a snowblower up. But
2: I would suggest though to do as limited you limit that the best you can. Right? Well, do what you got to do to get out. Once you
1: started, it, it's uh, what are you going to put it back <laughs> in the? You know, once you start it up, you're waking people up. It's not. I guess you're it is already. what it is. What do you? Yeah, what are you? I mean, what are you thinking? You're gonna just you shut it down? Everybody's just gonna say, "Oh, it's great." You, ah, you're gonna irritate people regardless. <laughs> yeah, it's over.
3: Well, it's a constant hum. You know, some people like that—that that white noise sound to help them sleep. So <laughs> maybe you're doing them a favor. Like that, no, it's not.
1: It's Depends not like a noise machine. It's loud. It's obnoxious. It's gaseous. Yeah, it, there's nothing. Uh, I don't think there's anything sleep-inducing about a snowblower. I I just don't think you can spin it that way.
2: I grew up in Tosa, and in certain spots of of Wauwatosa, the homes are right on top of each other, right? So our neighbors, when I was a kid on Robertson Street, their driveway was right next to our house. And I remember he used to drive my mom nuts because that guy would get up early, and the, he his snowblower is aimed like at our house. Right, it's yep. hitting the windows <laughs> at six in the morning. Good morning, good morning on Robertson Street. Yeah.
1: So I do wonder if you're like a retired cat. Uh, you know, retired cats and older people like me, we get up early, and you're chomping to get out there. I I do think if you don't have anywhere to go, you should probably slow. You probably wait till seven. I think I'm going to bridge my, after your little thing, I'm going to bridge my initial point. 7 a.m. 7 a.m. is the earliest unless it's dire.
2: Also, if if you're a retired cat and you really like your snowblower, have at it. I love that guy. We got Ken on our block usually does the whole, you know, he'll do the sidewalk. Aye, he fires up old yeah, Gus. Because he's enjoying it. He's uh. enjoying the hell out of it.
1: Yeah, it go over to the neighbors. I, I yeah. always, I try to get my kids to do this. Shuffle the neighbor's yard. Right, help it out. always comes back around it, my dad used to always do that. Go to the and then, then you end up getting into a jockeying fight to see who ends up getting it. That's when you know you're in a good neighborhood. If you have that, when it's nobody ever does anything, that's when you don't. But if you can, I always think there's some good karma that goes with uh, with getting out there and doing it. And I'm guessing, Vinny, when you get back from work, you're going to do your whole neighborhood today.
2: Sure, the whole the whole <laughs> the whole T section there in Greendale. Hey, before we let you go. Michigan national champions. Do you subscribe to the that elevates the Big Ten argument, or is it like, dang?
1: It's really a weird deal because we—I was out at our at the uh, Quest Bowl. We watched that Michigan-Alabama game, and it was—are we pulling for the Big Ten? Yeah, right. You know, a bunch of Wisconsin folks, and you kind of were, and it was really hard for me. I hate Ohio State. I don't hate Michigan as much. But when Michigan won, I was cheering for Michigan, kind of that same thing. Oh, I want the Big Ten all this. And I felt just icky.
2: Yeah, right? <laughs>
1: after Michigan beat Alabama. It was a weird feeling. Like, I want our conference to be – because I'm so sick of the SEC narrative yes. that gets thrown out there that we can't compete. So I'm happy the Big Ten finally put one up, but I just wish it was Wisconsin that did it instead of Michigan. Yeah, Iowa or somebody.
2: <laughs> I'll root
1: for yeah. Iowa.
4: Fine right. go Not on, Minnesota
1: though. <laughs> I, I don't want to see Minnesota get it. It's a weird it's right. a weird deal. There's some schools like I'm fine if Iowa does it. Nebraska, no Minnesota, no Ohio State.
2: Seven fifty eight on Wisconsin. Oh that is
1: soothing. There you I'm go. take see? a nap.
2: Go knock off for a bit. Thanks, Dosh.